Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. It is Wednesday, April 5th. Today, we're going to continue our discussion on biblical womanhood and talk about why it matters that we can see ourselves through the lens of Scripture as women. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. on Monday, I started talking about biblical womanhood, and since then, I've received a couple of emails from you and a few Facebook messages over at The Busy Mom about what it means to be a woman in the culture today, and I think it's I think it's safe to assume that the culture right now, particularly with its view of men and women, is pretty messed up, right? It's pretty messed up. We're looking at ourselves now through the lens of culture, and even the church is doing that. And so I'm going to take this topic. Today, we're going to talk about why it's important for us to see ourselves through the lens of Scripture and see ourselves the way God sees us, because God's design had a purpose. God's design was to bring glory to Him. And at the end of the day, women, that's what we're here to do. Whether you were born with the DNA of a man or you were born like me with the DNA of a woman, our purpose in this world is to, as Christians is to bring glory to God. And I have talked to hundreds and hundreds of women over the years at during speaking at events and as I travel around the country and do conferences and things like that, I'm talking to women who are living with crippling anxiety, women who don't know what it's like to see themselves the way God sees them. I wrote about this in my new book that's coming out this fall called Becoming Momstrong, just the importance of standing on the authority of Scripture so that we can see ourselves the way that God sees us, because God has a purpose for every single one of you that's listening to this today. And as I said a hundred times on the podcast, you can't give your kids, men and women, what you don't have. And so if we don't understand the purpose of God's design for us to live as men and women who bring glory and honor to God, if we don't understand, if we can't look at our lives in the light of God's design and plan for us, we're going to struggle. And that's what's happening in the culture right now. So that's really my heart today. And then on Friday, I'm going to come back and talk specifically to single women because I realize that a lot of what we talk about when we talk about biblical womanhood, I think we're more often than not, we're talking to women who are married. Uh, But I was just talking to my uh, 23-year-old daughter the other day, and she's like, you know, why doesn't anyone talk about biblical womanhood from the vantage point of singleness? I thought, you know what, that's a good thing to do uh, to discuss. So we're going to talk about that on Friday. I have a couple things going on I want to tell you all about. I'm going to be heading out tomorrow with my husband and our daughter, Summer, and we are heading straight to Kansas City for the Midwest Parent Educators Conference. I'm excited about that. This will be my first time speaking there. I am going to be giving the opening keynote address called Uncommon Courage, Trusting God for What's Ahead at 7 p.m. at Emmanuel Baptist Church in Overland Park, Kansas. So if you're anywhere in the area Uh, This particular event, the opening keynote address, is free to the public, and they're not offering childcare from what I understand, but come on out. If you're in the area, I would love to meet you. Um, I'll be there uh, just excited to hear what God's doing in your heart and to just share what God's doing on my heart. I have a message uh, for for you, all you people over there in uh, Kansas City, so come on out. And right after that, I'm going to be heading to Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'll be there the 20th through the 22nd of April. And then the following weekend, I will be just outside of Houston in Katy, Texas for my women's conference, Fearless. If you have never been to one of my conferences, I just want to um, encourage you and tell you a little bit about them because I have a heart to minister to women and just remind you of who you are in 
in in God's eyes, because if God's word isn't the authority anymore, then humanism steps into the void. And that's what we're seeing, right? This is where the w- women are in the culture right now. And I believe with all my heart, um, I my heart is on fire for moms, especially for women in general, but moms in particular, uh, to help them follow God and know his word. Um, so that it's not just another option for us to consider, but rather that we consider it the way God sees it, which is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. And a lot of women today are finding themselves pulled along by the winds of the culture because they lack biblical knowledge and we've grown weary of standing against the prevailing winds of the culture. And so I'm going to be talking about that, kind of like what I'm doing here on the podcast, but just in a lot more um, detail. And I will do that um, for the entire weekend. So we start fearless on Friday night and we spend most of the day on Saturday just getting into the word of God and becoming firmly planted in the rich soil of his un- of his word so that we're not afraid to engage with those around us in a way that brings uh Glory to God. So at my events, any place that you hear me speak, I'm going to be talking about the lies of the enemy and exposing them. I'm going to teach you how to identify the spirit of fear and uh, do battle really with the lies of the enemy with the truth of God's word, and then help you to begin to recognize and cultivate a spiritually discerning heart. The Bible says that if we lack wisdom, we need to ask it from God, and he gives it to us when we ask him. So um, I'm, I'm going to be addressing fear a lot, which is why these conferences are called Fearless, because fear is playing such a huge role in our lives in the culture today. And many, many women are struggling with a spirit of fear. And God said in 2 Timothy, I did not give you a spirit of fear. So we're excited about that. So come on out to uh, to Katy, Texas for that event that's happening on April 28th and 29th. And then I'm going to be doing another event, Fearless Northeast. So, you know, we've been talking about going to Poughkeepsie, but I'll tell you what, there is uh, a bunch of graduations, not the least of which is West Point. And so we had a hard time getting hotels. We've had a hard time getting lodging. And so we're going to go ahead and move it to a, to a location that I think is going to be easier for you to get to. And so we have moved the Poughkeepsie event to Sparta, New Jersey, about an hour and a half south of there. And I think you're going to be excited when you see uh, we've got a sponsor. So when you see uh, the price that we're able to do it for in, uh, in Sparta, New Jersey, I think you're going to be excited. So check that out. If you live anywhere in the Northeast, we are going to be in Sparta, New Jersey, May 19th and 20th, bringing Fearless to you there. And we're very excited about that. We just, uh, we've just opened up registration, got it all uh, figured out with the hotel and with the new church, and we're going to have plenty of room for everybody. So um, this is really on my heart to bring this conference to the Northeast, and I hope that you'll come out and join us there. We're just really looking forward to what God is doing. For those of you who have questions about our ministry, if you'd like to give, uh, I run a nonprofit. My husband and I run a nonprofit ministry we have for about 15 years called Firmly Planted Family. If you're encouraged by this podcast, I would love to encourage you uh, to to consider uh, prayerfully consider giving to it financially. Your giving is what helps us stay on the air. It's what helps me record this podcast three days a week. And uh, I really appreciate that. It's an encouragement to us. So uh, I will link back to uh, Friendly Planted Family today. And if you go, you know what? I would love to help the St. John's get keep the podcast on the air. We would be blessed and encouraged by that. All right. I want to keep talking about biblical womanhood. I think it's kind of, well, first of all, you know, for those of you who have heard me speak a lot, you know that I am not a fan of uh, the hyper legalism that I've seen in the church and the demeaning of women, which I've seen over and over. I've seen women abused in the church. I grew up in uh, very much in a situation that 
that abuse was condoned really in the name of submission. And so that's not what we're talking about. And I think part of the reason why biblical womanhood is something that uh, we don't talk about anymore in the culture is because we've seen it abused so much. And we've seen so many women who are have been trapped in unhappy marriages, uh, women who live with this pervasive sense of uh, guilt or failure or hopelessness or that they were born to be somehow be less than men. And that is not the message of the Bible at all. That is not God's heart for women. God has um, what I think is just abundant life. We see this over and over in the Word of God about uh, His heart for women. In Genesis 2, we talked about this on uh, we talked about this on Monday. Uh, the Lord God said, it's not good for a man to be alone, so I will make a helper that's suitable for him. And I want to ask you today, for those of you who are married, have you embraced your design to be a helper to a man? I was, uh, I've been writing a Bible study for Becoming Mom Strong, and this has been on my heart because I think, I think if we can find our footing, if we can just start to realize, oh my goodness, this is actually a powerful, precious role that God has given me to be a helper to my husband. And then we can turn around as women and teach our daughters that it's not demeaning, that's actually it's actually an incredible thing to be, uh, to have God see us as a helper and that he, that's how he's created us to be. And as moms, we often think about uh, ourselves in, you know, we see ourselves reflected in the eyes of our fathers. We see ourselves reflected in the eyes of our husbands. I know certainly that was uh, that was the case for me. And sometimes the messages that we get from our parents, especially if they're not walking with the Lord, and that was certainly the case for me, it shapes the way we see ourselves and it shapes the way we see God's design for women and we can become resentful. And I have met women like that. And so I'm going to encourage you today and again on Friday to uh, think about yourself as having a direct impact on the way that your daughter is going to see herself. Because how we guide our daughters through girlhood and adolescence is trajectory setting in terms of their self-image, in terms of choosing a mate, and maybe even becoming mothers themselves someday. And so the first thing that your daughter needs to know from you is the thing that you need to let sink deep down into your own mother's heart. And that is this, you are deeply loved by God. You are deeply loved by God. I I, I want to teach my girls how to see themselves uh through God's eyes, by the way I carry myself, through the words I speak about myself and my role uh, in the life of my husband and in the life of our family. And if my kids see a mom who is confident and secure in who she is, the chances are pretty good that they're more likely to be confident as they grow into adulthood. And so if they see me going to the word of God, for example, for answers, they're likely to do the same. And when I look at myself through my daughter's eyes, I want to see a woman after God's own heart, not perfect uh, by any by any stretch of the imagination, but a woman who's healthy and whole. And so uh, I want us to think of ourselves, when we think of our daughter as growing into a woman who's healthy and whole and sees herself in the light of how God sees her, um, what does that look like for her? And I'm, I'm asking myself, what are the ways that I'm modeling a sense of worth for my daughter and telling her, listen, this role that God has created you uniquely for is actually totally awesome. It's totally awesome. The Bible teaches us that women were created to be helpers. And in today's uh, supercharged, uh, politically correct, um, upside down church, uh, it's more important than ever 
that God's daughters understand what this means. So the Hebrew word for helper is actually enzer. And I'm telling you what, I've looked it up. I've been studying this for becoming mom strong. And an enzer is anything but less than. In fact, the word enzer is a powerful one, and it's used most often in the Bible in reference to the Lord being our helper. The Bible says in Psalm 33, 20, that the Lord is our helper. He refers to himself uh, with that Hebrew word for helper, that Hebrew word enzer for helper. And the Lord is our helper, right? Enriching our lives and helping us be more fruitful than we would be without his help. And if imagine this with me for just a minute, that God created you and your daughters to fill this very special need, whether they are married or not. You, because in all of creation, women are seen as life-giving, right? Women bring life into the world. But according to the Bible, they also bring beauty and strength into the world. And that is God's wonderful plan. So being a woman and being a helper, and especially when we're talking about this in light of marriage, being a helpmeet to your husband, that's not a bad thing. It's not demeaning in the slightest. It's actually a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful opportunity. Throughout all of scripture, women who walk with God have been commended for being brave and courageous. And we, we've we talked about this uh, on the podcast before. So I'm gonna encourage you, if you've got a Bible with you, check out Judges 4, uh, verse 4. Look up uh, Deborah. Check out the story of Rahab in Joshua 6 and read the book of Ruth. Oh my goodness. Uh, read the book. You should just do it. Read the book of Ruth. It's It'll just encourage you. Mary, the mother of Jesus. Oh my goodness. What changes uh, when we when we start to study these women and we realize, oh my goodness, they were created with a purpose. God had a purpose, a unique design for women and that we are different. Men and women are different and we are created to complement each other and not to compete with each other. And I think, man, if we would look at ourselves in light of how God sees us as a helper, that God says, listen, I have made you beautiful for a purpose, and I have something for you to do, and start going, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Instead of wrestling with this idea of what does it look like exactly, it's actually not that hard to understand. Biblical womanhood is about glorifying God. It's about being a woman who fears the Lord. The Bible says in Proverbs 31, verse 30, that charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. And as I'm learning, as I'm getting older, it's also fleeting and it doesn't hang around forever. But a woman who fears the Lord is going to be praised. And so part of living in uh, conscious recognition of the presence of God in our life is learning how to do that, is learning how to just, how to be praised worthy in terms of our uh, relationship with the Lord. And so that goes over into all kinds of areas of our lives. It goes over into uh, dressing uh, respectably and to acting respectfully. Why? Because we want to bring glory to God. It comes back to conducting ourselves in a way that pleases the Lord and brings glory to Him. Proverbs thirty-one twenty-six says, she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. So I'm going to come back on Friday and I'm going to give you a few fun facts about Proverbs 31, right? We, we talk about Proverbs 31, and I don't know about you, but I'm kind of tired of the Proverbs 31 woman. You know, she had servants and stuff, right? <laughs> not, with, not all of us do. But I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Proverbs 31, because I think it might surprise you, especially those of you who are single, who that uh, psalm is actually was actually written for. So come back and join me on Friday. Um, I'm going to actually be 
in Kansas City on Friday. I'll be in, right in the middle of uh, speaking to the parents there at MPE. But I'm excited to continue talking to this about you. If you're in the Midwest, if you live anywhere near Kansas City, I will link back to that event. Come on out and hear me on Friday night. It's a free event, and I will look forward to seeing you. As always, if you've got any questions, if you haven't signed up yet for my scripture writing challenge, that is, uh, we are changed the way we do that. So go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash scripture writing. I will give you a free 10-day scripture writing challenge for the Psalms and also catch you up to where we are in April. We're just at the beginning of the April scripture writing challenge. So check that out and uh, let me know if you've got any questions. Podcast at thebusymom.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll see you back here on Friday.